0: morning. Barry told me to keep the mic like this far. I hope I can remember the whole time. <laughs> because I usually don't look to the back, but I'll try. Um, like Matt said, um, before we came here, I came here because he didn't travel for 10 years until I got my visa. Um, we were uh, helping in other churches in, in Morelia. And uh, the first time I came here, I understood what he said. This is our church. So thank you, guys. And um, like Debbie said, this is our home, a spiritual home. Um, because God, you know, through you guys and his presence, minister to us and talks to us and refreshes. And we go back and we do what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and um, I thank you so much. And Thank you for everybody that came and the ones that are members here and the ones that are not here, but they came. Thank you so much. Um, when I was in the back, I saw Sarah, yeah. and she was like, why do you cry? And she's, she's always so happy, so full of joy, yeah. and it's like God was showing me a movie of all the things that she did. She bought us a living room. She was laughing and she said, you were almost sitting on the floor on your old living room. And uh, she blessed us with a lot of things from her heart. And I was listening to Debbie and, and Mike saying that they sleep on a very thin mattress and it reminded me of God's um, faithfulness, you know, and how we all start. And uh, we just keep on pushing and doing the things that, that He puts and sets in our hearts through His Spirit. And it doesn't matter what we see, and it doesn't matter what we hear, and what's going on around us. We keep on pushing, and we get blessed, and more blessed because we're blessing others. And at the beginning, it doesn't feel like we're doing much, but you're planting, you know, you're planting. And then comes the time when you start seeing all the things that you planted. You might not see everything because we're not God, but He gives us those moments of consciousness and awareness of all the things that He's been doing all this time. And He keeps on doing, and He will continue doing. And, um, I want to share something. It's very small, but it's in Spanish, Matt says. Anyway, it's in Spanish. Just translate. Because uh, we don't use a Mac, so the format change in this uh, computer. But that's why I have this computer here. I studied a master, and I finished it in 2017, in December. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And i uh, we'll leave this right here, OK? Thank you, yes. <laughs> And the reason why, thank you, the reason why I did that is because um, God told me to go back to school and study this master, it's called pedagogy, and um, you know, it's the art of being a teacher, and I just realized when I was there the two years that everything that I learned that has been written in history and in books, God already showed it to me, and I was applying it in, in my teaching. I just went there, and it, I was so amazed of how God, like Lonnie said, you know, you can be in the Titanic with all the technology and you sink, but you can be on the ark, and it's just the simplest thing, and he keeps you moving and living and floating and you know, achieving things. And uh, I call it the universal knowledge because we're all connected, and when we're connected with him, he... He talks to us, and like Matt was saying, the heart can be deceived. Even the heart can be deceived. The mind and the body, but the spirit, when you connect with him, you uh, transcend limitations. You are in his territory, in his kingdom. So you have the revelation from him without being um, corrupted or deceived. So then it goes to your heart, you align your heart with his heart, and then your mind aligns with his mind, and then everything else that is tangible and physical goes with it. And um, in, um, I finished in, this, in December 2017. I graduated, but uh, one year and a half before I finished my classes, but I decided uh, not to do my test because you have to do a test in front of five teachers, and you have to present your thesis, and you have to... Um, uh, show what you have been researching, and I wasn't ready. I was one in the class that had finished everything, and the assessor told me that he would see me in three months to do my test, and I just told him yes, but in my spirit, I, I knew that it was I wasn't ready. I was missing something, and I didn't tell him I wasn't going to come back, because he would not understand that God was telling me I wasn't ready. So I told him yes, and I waited one year and a half, and then... Um, it was uh, that summer, in 2017, that God told me to sit down in front of the computer and I started typing. And he gave me a fourth chapter for my thesis and uh, it's about the methodology of prestige. It's wh- how we teach our students, God's students, so they can learn the language as a lifestyle. They, um, they do it consciously, it's their decision, um, and they do it through the spirit. And when they do it through the spirit, it doesn't matter what the news say about Donald Trump, and it doesn't matter what the news say about our government in Mexico, and it doesn't matter what their family have in their, as a background from their experiences here in, in the North America, um, they see the language as a blessing. They start getting into the culture, and loving the culture, and learning the language for the rest of their lives not just for going to school and learning it, getting a degree and having good grades, and then they go home, they don't practice it, and they forget it. They are in touch with the people, like when you guys go. They, uh, you adopted us, and we adopt you too, and you become our transcendental family. So um, they're always in touch. They're always uh, with videos, music, movies, with everything, and they love the culture. and. When you guys go to the Cebetis, there is a public school. Other uh, students go through the window and they're like, they wanna be inside because they see something different. They feel something different. And then when you guys leave, all, all the students that you were with, they go out and talk to the other students and they're like, wow, that was amazing. And these people came and, and if they know your name, they say, "Then and Karen came and they told us this and they gave us hugs. And you start opening their vision to see things differently. And um, I'm just going to show you um, this really fast. I'm going to tell you what's it's about. Um, education nowadays is focused on your intellect. That is your IQ. Uh, it's, it's been like that for years. Now they uh, focus on your emotions and how to help you control your emotions in order to learn better. And also how to socialize with people and the physical body. But I... Um, God told me that we're missing the, the core, we're missing the foundation, we're missing His Spirit. And I'm not talking about a religion, I'm talking about Him, I'm talking about His presence. Um, and um, it's one of the things that we're lacking, and is if we are—our essence is Spirit. We are Spirit, and we were created by the Spirit. So if we go back to our roots, and we realize, and we understand, and we accept that that's where we come from, and we... There was a a saying that I read somewhere, I don't remember where and who said it, but it says that we are spiritual beings living a human experience. So if we are uh, spiritual beings living a human experience, then our foundation is the spirit. And if we move in the spirit, then everything will fall into place, right? And um, you can continue with the next one. Thank you. The next one. So in this chapter, I mentioned that, you know, what we can see in this world is first physical, and then people work with emotions in order for you to learn how to socialize, and they start developing your cognition and metacognition. They teach you how to how to learn yourself, and to know yourself, and in the learning part, and then we have the spiritual dimension, and that's the core, that's the core, and uh, when you have the connection with God, then everything has a deeper meaning, there's hope, there's life, there's love, And in every dimension that you go, it's him, and you can see what he's doing. You just don't see it as a part of you, but it's you, and it's him in you, because he created you. And once you develop your spiritual dimension, you can transcend, you can go above limitations, human limitations in any dimension, and then that's when you show uh, your giftings, and you You know, you vibrate because the spirit is in you. And when people hear you or see you or see the work that you're doing, God is doing it through you. So you impact people's life. And it's different because you're talking to their spirits, not only to their minds or to their feelings. You are speaking to their spirit and their spirit is eternal. So your words are eternal. So they will never forget what you're doing because he's the one doing it through you. Okay, the next one. And there's a guy called, um, if you know something about teaching, you know that there was a guy called Abraham Maslow, And he developed this pyramid of uh, human needs. And he said that in the first level, we suppose the essentials, breathing, eating, water mention sex sleeping that's how he mentions it okay we'll go into the spiritual and how it would change that part and then you know go into the bathroom and then in the second part you have health you have your job you have your resources you have morality family and what you have accomplished materially in life in the third part you have friendship family and you have um, sexual in, or how do you call it intercourse Intimacy. And then in the next level, that is kind of like lilac, you have your self-esteem, your trust, your achievements, respect uh, to others and from others. And in the last one, he puts at the end, that is uh, the morality, creativity, uh, being spontaneous. You don't judge. You learn not to judge. And uh, you solve problems. Now, if you go to the next one, that's the one he gave me it's kind of like crazy. You say, how can that be like that? And it's like a heavier part and bigger part at the bottom in order to stand up. But that's because it's God. And when you go beyond what we can see and you go in his realm, that's how things work, even though we don't understand when we are um, just in the tangible area, right? So it When his spirit goes in all these dimensions, for example, the first one, you start taking care of your body not because you want to look like a model, but because you know that he created you and he loves you and uh, he created everything since the beginning for you to eat and take care of your body without spending too much, right? And uh, it says that when His Spirit is in you, you start, uh, you learn to accept yourself, to love yourself, to take care of yourself, and you start developing your body consciously. Because you say, thank you, Lord, because I have my arms, my hands. Thank you, Lord, because I have eyes, you know. And then in the second part, in the emotional part, you know, it uh, helps you recognize, understand, and guide and generate the emotions, and when God is in you, you generate this emotional uh, well being, but in deeper and higher levels, because He's in you. In the next part, it says that it's the capacity of having um, fruitful relationships that are meaningful and deep. And when He is in you, you um, help other people develop the best part of them that is God's in them. And you see them as God sees them. There is a song that says, God, I see your heart in in all your creation. I see your heart in every person, in everything that you created. So when you see that person, that student, or that member of the family with the heart of God, then things change. Your perspective changes. And then we have the next one that are the uh, mental uh, process in your head and how you acquire and generate knowledge, but when He is in you, you just not generate knowledge. You know, this is beyond that, because it's eternal. It says that you learn with peace, you're aware, it has meaningful, it's deep, it transcends things. And the spiritual dimension is uh, the capacity to form meaningful uh, meanings, I'd say, or, um, and to think uh, beyond, limitations, and you have interior peace, and everything makes sense, you start understanding why things happen the way they happen, what, what's going on right now, and it gives you joy and start fulfilling your life. And then you take it into the transcendental dimension that is when you start giving. We start giving to others because God has given you, you know, and there— um, when I was doing these, I studied other uh, spiritual beliefs, and they said that you have to think about you all the time, you, 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 and they say, how can you give if you don't have? And then I was asking God, okay, God, how can you give if you don't have? Of course, if you are thinking in the flesh, you don't have anything to give. But if you are connected with God, even when you are worn out, God talks to and ministers to other people through you because he's the one doing it, not you. So that's when I realized, because I was a little confused, I have to confess, when I was uh, studying all, all other beliefs. And the next one, please. So that would be how people see it in the early realm, and that would be in heaven, in the heavenly realm. The next one, please. Um... This triangle is, um, you know that we have two hemispheres in our brain, the left and the right. And this one is the left. And um, it tells you what what you develop in that that hemisphere. And it tells you that, for example, you have the musical part, the artistic part, you have the holistic uh, thinking. Uh, You can see in 3D, you you develop your intuition, your vision, and creativity. The next one, please. And this one um, is the right. And it tells you that it's your analytical thinking, numbers, abilities, science, maths, reasoning, lecture, and everything that is logical. And, okay, the next one. Why am I doing this? Because I, I was uh, crying out to God, like, one week before my test. And I said, God, I'm a little confused. I need you to um, tell me that you were in this and that what I wrote is not just me. And then when this was put together... If you pay attention to it, it's a cross. It's a cross. So his spirit and his realm is, that's the way he sees things. He has like an inverted thinking, you know, compared to the early thinking. And that's the physics of everything we see and how teachers and scientists tell us things are, the ones that don't believe in him. And then we have on this part um, the arms, right? Your emotions and society and your mind and all that. And um, there is a guy called Richard Griftings, and he's a scientist. And he says that when you uh, put together your IQ plus your uh, emotional Q plus your spiritual Q, you go into, you go above limitations. He believes that the spiritual intelligence is the one that unlocks the potential on human beings because God created you. So if God created you, he put the two parts of your brain, right? the two hemispheres together. So if you are connected with him, he's using both at the same time. You're not just using one. So you are using your whole potential. Okay, the next one, please. And... Well, all the master, it's a public school, and the two years that I was there, some of my classmates and teachers were um, laughing and making fun of my thesis because they believed that I was crazy, right? But it's okay, you know? They they said that it was impossible what I was saying, and I said, well, it's not impossible because we have been living it for 10 years in prestige. You know? So, yes. So um, he reminded me of, um, of him. I didn't put Jesus in the middle, but like Darlene said the day she was there in the exam, she said everybody understood that I was Jesus. And um, he's our supreme love, our inc- unconditional love. And what does love do? Um, you know, love is the most powerful um, feeling in the world is the creator power, uh, is the main key to access to the whole potential of the human being and to develop it. Why? Because when you're in his presence, God is healing you. He's talking to you. He's giving you his vision, his ears, his hands, his mouth, everything. So um, you grow and uh, he gives you peace. He gives you harmony. He he liberates you, um, gives you patience, gives you love for others um, and you start helping others and you generate that environment because he's in you. I I love uh, a lot of the phrases of Bill Johnson and one of them says that your shadow will always release what is overshadowing you. Is it like that? So, um, if he's your shadow, then it's okay, right? Then it's okay. And um, another of my favorite phrases of him is, decide to make history with God and he will make history through you. The next one, please. Um, I think it's not there, but let me show you. Then was sharing on Wednesday, and while he was sharing, God was speaking to me too. And this is the final, I, I hope you can guys see it. It's a cross, and it's the start of David in the middle. And if you put the triangles, you know, they, together, it's the start of David. And that's another confirmation. And then, besides that, that was the shield of David. The shield of David, right? That means it's his love. And it reminded me of Mother Teresa when um, she uh, gave her life for all the sick people around the world. And she never got sick out of the sicknesses of other people. Because she was moving in love. It was her shield. So, um then said, how do students learn, you know, when you connect your heart, that is God's heart, and you open your heart to them, they connect with your heart because God is there. And um, God does miracles. Like I said, there's students that have been sexually abused and emotionally abused, and they couldn't speak in public even in their own language, and they came to the school. And they met Dan and Karen, Lonnie and Darlene, and all of you that have been there. And they heard the word of God through you because you love them with his love. And they started feeling that. God started healing them. And now they speak. They speak in public. They speak the two languages in public. And some of them are helping us teach English now, too. too. And... um, Also, then mentioned something in Proverbs, I think it was 3.13, that says, joyful is the person who finds wisdom. It's the first thing that he says, wisdom. The one who gains understanding. So what is wisdom? Wisdom is listening to the heart of God, right? So if you listen to the heart of God, then you will have understanding in everything that you learn, right? And you can apply it. So first comes the wisdom, He's our connection, and then comes the understanding. Um, I think that's it. We, we can go to the video. Just I want to show you the heart and the vision of prestige. Um, I really hope that you can see it and you can sense it. This is what the school looks like. Uh, We bought the building four years ago uh, with a loan, and we paid it off one year and a half ago. And uh, thank you, Scott. Thank you. And um, now um, we are planning in December of buying the house next door. And uh, we want to, uh, you know, Scott's a school. And for me, when we were—I wasn't here for five summers, but I want to tell you what I was doing. <laughs> I was at the school painting because sometimes we run out of money, but we have the paint. And I said, I want to continue painting because it's like my therapy. And I, you, when you go into prestige, you can sense the presence of God like when you're here because of your guys' prayers and when you go there, it's different. So I was painting, and um, I was like, God, what an honor to build. That's, Lonnie and Darlene said, that's your ministry, Vanessa, and I was like, yeah, that's her ministry. And it's God's school, so what an honor and privilege to build a place for him. Like I imagine what King Solomon felt when he started building the first church. So it was for me an honor. And... Um, the school at the beginning didn't look like it looks now. It was just a two-story house. It was uh, it's a 10 by 10-meter 10 property, but we continue building and we change everything. And the spirit is the same. You are there, guys. Your spirit is there. That's why I told Dwight, because he was in the first trip, I think, that when we started renting the place, and he was helping us with the uh, doors and the windows and they, are, uh, they were made of uh, wood and he used to write with a piece of pencil, Dwight was here. Yeah. So in the back of the doors was Dwight was here. And I told him last time I saw him on Sunday, I said, you know, Dwight's still there. You're still there. Yeah. You know, and even though you cannot see it, you feel it. Your spirit, your prayers, everything is in prestige. And I really hope that one day you guys can go, the ones that have been there can go again, and the ones that haven't been there, that you can go. Because all all your support, everything is there.